Sports are part of our culture. We might remember playing baseball or soccer as a kid. Perhaps we played some pickup basketball after school, or a nice flag football game in the brisk autumn weather. But working in sports can be a little different than you think. Until you're in the trenches, many don't even know all the complexities of the industry. WSU's College of Education has a top-notch sport management program, which examines professional college and not-for-profit sports leagues and organizations in our country and globally. It is on the forefront of various sports research, especially global research, and research about Title IX and gender equity in sport. For most students, it's practitioner-based, meaning they learn what they need to work in the field. In a competitive landscape, that work often needs to begin while the students are in school, either as an internship or practicum. We caught up with Kylie Mogg, an intern with the Houston Rockets. At the time of this recording, the Houston Rockets were in the first round of the playoffs against the Golden State Warriors. The Rockets would ultimately end up losing the series and be knocked out of the playoffs. We talked to Kylie about her internship and what she hopes for in the future. It's called Getting to Know You. It's a special segment on Education Eclipse that will help you get to know the folks behind all the research and scholarship. They are our rock stars. They are our agents of change. Welcome back to Education Eclipse. I'm Brandon Chapman. So glad you could join me. I'm with Kylie Mogg. Kylie is a sport management student in the College of Education. Kylie, thank you so much for joining. And you are not here in Washington State. Tell us where you're at. And right now, what is the uh, big news in the place where you're at? Um, I am currently in Houston, Texas. Um, I'm an intern for the Rockets. I'm the community relations intern for the team. Uh, We're getting ready for games three and four here in Houston um, for the playoff series against Golden State. Tomorrow is game three, uh, home court for us. Home court for you, but you are playing Golden State. And of course, yeah, we have a, a WSU connection with Golden State, as folks know. But the big story across the nation this year has been the performance of Stephen Curry, who has been absolutely phenomenal. What kind of what kind of disappointment is that? To uh, on one hand, you get to see Curry play. On the other hand, you gotta you gotta have first round against the Golden State Warriors, who have the best record of all time in a single season. I think it's put you know pressure on the team, but everyone really wanted a playoff spot it was either you know take the eighth seed or you get a first round pick so um maybe i would have gone with the first round pick but the rockets made it into the playoffs and so now they kind of have a uh tough road ahead of them now two and zero so we'll see what happens tomorrow and curry's coming off an ankle injury so i don't know he's questionable for tomorrow so that could be an advantage to us so we'll see it might be an advantage, but you know, no matter what happens, too, you you always have to be happy for Clay Thompson down of there uh, with, yeah. with Golden State having success. I mean, that's awesome. Uh, a Coog, who is who's done very well uh, at the NBA level, uh, that's kind of a cool internship you have. I mean, to be a community relations intern. How did you get the job? When did you start? And um, you know, what was the process for going through it and getting this position? Well, my dream job, honestly, was working for an NBA team in community relations. And when this internship popped up, um, I applied for it, and I knew that it was what I wanted. And I got I applied for it um, a late Tuesday night, and I got a call early Wednesday morning saying um, they wanted to interview me. And my boss, my current boss, Ricky, he called me up and he, his kind of demeanor is kind of a coach, high school coach, um, 
seems tough, you know, and at first I was like, is this for me? But I got through it, went through the interviews, and they offered me the position as soon as I could um, move to Houston. So I moved down, and now I'm in the community relations department, and I love it. So you, that was your dream job, to be in community relations, and so yes. basically what you're saying is it's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I mean, that's the tricky part, is it's very competitive, working in professional sport. And then with community relations, they tend to have three to five full-time employees. So for the Rockets, they have three full-time employees, a director, manager, and coordinator, and then an intern. Right. So at this point, obviously, it's you are working in community relations. You are with a professional basketball team. But, but at the same time, you know it is an internship that is going to end. And yeah. breaking into the industry is, is really difficult. Um, I know from experience, I, I worked in professional baseball for two years. Breaking into that industry as a, as a broadcaster was really difficult. It's the same in, in community relations because, quite frankly, it's often seen as a dime a dozen. There are so many people who want to get in. So it's good. It's great that you got the internship. What are you doing as part of the internship to try and, and, and really make the most of it and, and build your portfolio, build, build value so that when that time comes, when it's time to be on the market for a job that you will stand up above everybody else? Really just taking everything in. Um, I've had the opportunity to shadow other departments for the Rockets. So any opportunity I can to see how other departments work. And then in community itself, just um, doing, doing well at the events, learning from both departments, from the Rockets and then also the nonprofit organizations that we work with. Because we deal with kids all the time, I need to learn how to deal with kids, and especially kids that may come from not so great of a situation. So how to place myself in, in low-income areas and how to talk with people and communicate and just kind of soaking everything up from, from all the people I work with and everyone I meet. Well, I don't think anybody's going to deny you a job because you're prideful. You, you sound very <laughs> humble about everything and just pretty gracious for the opportunity. And it does sound like you're trying to make the most of it. But you must have come in with, with some kind of skill set that already prepared you to, to you know, just, I, I guess, open their eyes right off the bat. They, you were one of probably several interns that applied for this job. Why do you think they called you back? What do you think? that you brought to the table in that resume, in that portfolio, whatever you had that, that they saw that they liked? Um, I think something was just they look for your involvement within the community. I mean, yes, it's the Rockets and it's a sports organization, but they want to have it specifically so you know how to deal with community and nonprofit. So I, at WSU, I volunteered with the Special Olympics and that was something that they um, they really wanted to hear more about and they were impressed by. And then also being a practicum student for Washington State University Athletics kind of just tied it all in. So having the experience with the nonprofit organization, working with kids of disabilities, and then also working for D1 Athletics, um, that was definitely something that they, that's why they grabbed my resume. And then from there on, it was just selling myself and telling them how passionate I was and how much I wanted it. I've heard a lot of students say that the sport management program at Washington State, it does give them the opportunity 
it gives them the the chance to build that resume each individual of course they have to take those opportunities when they're given to them there can be many many students who they have something handed to them the opportunity to get involved they might not take that opportunity so kudos to you for doing that but how how well does uh, does the sport management program at WSU um, you know really do for students in in giving you those chances or opportunities program is great I think that Every class is designed so you actually have real um, hands-on experience. You know, you're not just reading out of a textbook. You're you're dealing with things. In um, Chris Levin's events class, um, building an event, talking to sponsors, talking with people, um, events is a big thing of what I do. I mean, we have events twice a week. And so just being able to run an event, to work an event, being familiar with that, more hands-on real experience is what is what they need. I mean, everyone knows how to work Excel and Word. They need um, someone that has more more skill sets with talking to people and using communication and actually working in a fast-paced setting because that's what sports is really all about, being able to be on your toes and everywhere. So just to build, uh, I guess, a base uh, for, for the listeners, um, since we're talking about Chris Levin's Leb Dog, is the <laughs> as the students uh, affectionately call him. I affectionately call him that as well. Um, but this is a capstone course that the students take. It, it kind of combines all the different elements that they've learned throughout their the course of their academic career within sport management, and they do have to do some sort of fundraiser. It's supposed to help a, a charity, a community entity, and and there have been a lot of really good ones. And there, there, quite frankly, have been some that have not turned out as successful as, as the folks would have hoped. And I guess that's part of the learning experience. I, I, one of the ones that stands out to me, of course, is a few years ago, one of the students reached out to Marcus Trufant and brought him back here to Pullman, and they did a big bowling tournament. And you know, I don't know how much money they, they ended up bringing in. I, in fact, that year, I think there was an Easter egg hunt that actually brought in more money. But it was uh, mm-hmm. well covered, and, and just to have somebody like Marcus Trufant come back for that, I think the, the students involved learned quite a bit. What was your project? What did you do uh, with the group? My group, we put on a... Um a bump competition or the game knockout like basketball and we had it at the Pullman High School I wouldn't say the event was it wasn't the most successful event we kind of had not a great turnout Um, maybe that was part of just being kind of off the WSU campus we really aimed at middle school students elementary and high school and maybe that we should have went after more university students with that Um, but the event went really smoothly we had a lot of support from everyone and um, we were prepared for any everything and I think just having backup plans if something doesn't go right that's what I really learned from that is you always have to have a plan B and C and D if your plan A doesn't follow through. Knowing that and I, I've never asked uh, Professor Levens if if what what his grading scale is like or you know what that rubric looks like but let's just say a lot of people didn't show up. Does that affect the grading or was it really that you guys in, in post-mortem, you could talk about what went right, what went wrong, what you would change, uh, things like that. I mean, what's, what's it really graded on? Yeah, it's more about that. We, we make a, a binder um, that has like the marketing aspects, the financial aspects, sponsorship, um, kind of everything with that. So if that's not, that's really what he grades it on is that binder and what you have in it 
that relates to your marketing tools and how you would do it differently and why you would do it differently and doing the research. Now you mentioned wanting to be in community relations. When was that an idea that first crossed your mind? When did you like the NBA? Um, you know, when, when did that career kind of strike you as one that you'd want to be involved in? Uh, well, I've always been surrounded by basketball my whole life, but probably where I knew what I wanted to be in community relations for an NBA team was when I had the opportunity to attend the 2014 NBA All-Star Weekend in New Orleans. I went there with um, family friends that have connections to the NBA, and so I was invited to go there with them and kind of see a different um, a different side of the NBA. So I got to go to the Legends Brunch, which had um, the NBA Retired Players Association. So I got to hear Bill Russell speak, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, kind of everyone. And they talked about not only what happens on the court, but what happens off the court um, with NBA Cares and what they were doing for New Orleans at the time and NBA coming together and, and celebrating the community and impacting the community that their teams were in, you know, because without the fans and the community, there wouldn't be as much of a support around the team. So I thought that was just a really interesting side of the NBA that I didn't really know that much about um, and I wanted to learn more about because I thought it was awesome being to help the community but have such a strong platform as the NBA to um, to help out the community. True or false, Shaquille O'Neal is a rather large man. <laughs> Very large. I actually, I actually sat next to his mother and um, it makes sense, you know? No, it does. <laughs> so so here's, what, here's what I know is a fact and I'm not going to hide it. A lot of people who are just sports fans they, they go to, to school, they get a degree in sport management, and they, they, they feel that working in sports will be 1,000% glamorous. And then all of a sudden, they're taking tickets in a ticket office somewhere, and they don't even see the game. I don't know, sometimes six months, a year, they're ready to get out because it's just not what they felt um, it was going to be, or there's a lot more work involved in, the, in working in a professional sports environment or even a major college sports environment than what they thought it would be. They thought, you know, it, it might be a lot different. How, how hard is it really, I mean, to work in sports? Um, it's, it's definitely not as glamorous as it would seem. Um, you're not, you know, hanging around the players and catered to like as they are, but you, um, I don't go a day without moving a few boxes at least. Um, or, you know, sweating, moving signs from here to there. All of our events are off-site. They're not in-house. So we basically take our event to to schools or wherever it is. So we're lifting and loading trucks for as small as 20 kids to 600 kids. So it's, um, it's a lot of work. And during the games, I work at the Rockets Give Back Table, which we sell players' worn, worn items or autographed items during the first half, so I actually do have the opportunity to watch the second half of the game, but um, during the first half we're working, and it's not as glamorous, but for me it's really worth it um, in what you do because it doesn't really feel as much of a job. It's more of like an exciting hobby, and to me, I love it. That's very cool. What has been your favorite part so far? Um, probably one of our programs we have right now, it's called Beyond the Arc Mentoring. 
It's a new program this year. It's aligned with um, President Obama's, Obama's initiative, My Brother's Keeper. And so like the initiative, we it's a program designed to address the gap of young men and boys that of color and they face that they face to ensure that they can reach their full potential in education. So we have Rockets full-time staff employees, male employees, and they are mentors to kids, um, young men and boys in Houston's one of Houston's poorest neighborhoods. So it's a mentorship and it's once a month and they designed first as just kind of getting to know each other, a small pizza party and most recently the young men came to the Rockets Toyota Center and we um, they got to shadow their mentor and what they do and that's that's probably been my favorite program just kind of seeing these kids um, you know just just grow even though it's only once a month and we've done it four times but it's I think it's an amazing program and I'm really excited to see where it goes after the Rockets make just a stunning comeback on Golden State and then they run the table and they end up winning the uh, NBA title. So this is what's going to happen, of course. After that <laughs> happens and they, you know, the final buzzer goes off, they, they just win on the buzzer, everybody's happy in Houston, then your internship's over at that point? I mean, is that when it ends, when the season ends? Or do you stick yeah. around for a little bit? Uh, it'll end when the season ends, yes. So then, then what? Because then you're waiting, uh, I mean, it's going to be six months before... Uh, a new season starts, although community relations is always going on, then are you just on the open market? Are you looking for any NBA team that is hiring? Is there a specific part of the country where you'd rather be? Um, I've been applying for other internships or kind of part-time jobs. That's That seems like what most of the staff starts out as, either an intern or part-time in, um, in an NBA team. So I've been looking for those type of jobs and I've been applying um, so we'll see. I'd really like to stay in community or do something that relates to it. Um, my bosses have said, like, what's best for you is that do something that relates to community relations, whether that's working for a nonprofit or for another sport franchise in community relations. But if you switch to tickets, like, that has nothing to do with community relations, and you haven't really grown in that area. So I definitely want to stick with community relations and doing something that involves giving back and at some level right that's awesome um any anything else like what's uh i don't know anything anything you want to add um something that is is um i didn't know i was going to be doing this going into the internship but the community relations department handles all of the signing sessions so every every piece of jerseys basketballs whatever it is we get the autograph from the players um so we handle all the signing sessions. You know, sometimes they, they sign 300 items at one time, and it's very intense and fast-paced. So I, I love that. It's been an opportunity to, to meet some of the players and to talk to them, and they're all, they're all very kind and, and different personalities. But the signing sessions are really fun, and I never would have thought I would be doing something like that, but it's exciting. Well, that's really cool. Thank you so much. Um, 
Kylie for joining us. It sounds like you you have a great future ahead of you. You're off to a good start. You've been a star student so much so that uh, you know we got you on this classy podcast. So, <laughs> of course. Um, congratulations and thank um, you. You know, enjoy the rest of the season, however long that may be, whether it's one game or two games or more. And certainly, we we wish you the best of luck in the future. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Education Eclipse's special segment, Getting to Know You. Keep listening to all our new releases, and all the old ones as well, at ededeclipse.com.